0: Hey, Matt. Peter. Do you want to do a quick little Scottish language quiz? Definitely. So if I asked you, when is tea, what would that mean?
1: Uh, Probably when are we going to sit down and sip some hot beverages?
0: Nope. It literally means when is dinner, because tea is dinner in Scotland. It's very weird. (laughs) What? Seriously. Seriously. I think it might even be a northern UK thing.
1: I uh, okay. You got I I thought you Yeah. I have a lot of um I have a lot of American ideas about agreement on terms over there and I, I thought I had tea figured out, but <laughs> apparently I don't.
0: Well you probably know what it means down in London or something. But up yeah. here it's dinner.
1: Mm, nice. We call that dinner. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's smart. <laughs>
1: So how is it back in the UK? How is it back in Scotland and in Glasgow?
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's better. We uh, paid a deposit on the flat, but there's a lot of like bureaucracy we need to go through because when you, when you sign a lease here, it's like there's four options. You're either unemployed and then you're not signing a lease, or you're employed or you're self-employed or you're a student. And neither myself or my girlfriend fits any of those really. So she's, in their mind, she's a student, but she's, like, doing a PhD position and teaching. So, I mean, it's like she has a job. She gets paid every month. Right. And I'm, in their mind, I'm self-employed, but, like, normally self-employed here is, like, you know, you do freelance work for Mm. clients and stuff. But I'm basically working for my own company, and I'm, you know, I'm probably not going to fire myself. Um, (laughs) You have some stability. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's very tricky. Either we probably need to pay a lot of rent in advance, which is illegal, but you just have to do it. Hmm. Or you need a, like a UK guarantor to like say that they're going to pay your rent. Wild. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty insane, but I hope it works out. Structural, it do.
1: structural problems with being an entrepreneur.
0: Yep. There's so many of those. Oh
1: man, so many. Yeah. Yep. Health insurance, getting a flat in, in the UK i didn't know
0: yeah health insurance over here is not an issue but yeah that's something you guys have to deal with <laughs> over here apartments
1: aren't an issue as long as, I think, as, long <laughs> as you can pay the first last and security and then some places not even that so yeah trading yeah. trading issues
0: yeah yeah all right cool uh i got quite a few updates this week i don't know about you
1: Ooh, exciting yeah i i i do why
0: don't you, do go you want first? me to i'll go first yeah um you know, past two episodes of uh, the Art of Product podcast, they mentioned Out of Beta. So I think we should mention them back it's and crazy. Uh, <laughs> say congrats on their uh, 100 episodes.
1: Yeah, that was a great episode by the way, the uh the hall of visitors um was It was well done and clever and yeah, it was it was good stuff. So. Yeah,
0: I really enjoyed it and um <clears throat> I want to bring up something jason cohen said just because i found it really interesting and is very relevant to what i'm working on right now but basically um because wp engine acquired a a hosting company called flywheel Mm -hmm. um, ben asked jason how like how a deal like that kind of how they started talking about a deal like that how it came up and uh, jason said there are many ways basically to get acquired but one of them is to just start working together and basically build integrations and stuff like that and then at one point the company that you're integrating with i'll be like wait so my competitors will get this as well yeah and you'll be like yeah (laughs) like yeah wonder how how we get to exclusivity here and uh, that's probably how a lot of acquisitions are done
1: absolutely i can speak from experience at my last company with that as far as these having those talks and I liked what he said about you just need to be a strategic integration and if you want to know what their strategy is, most of these companies share that.
0: Yeah, um,
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. And the the phrasing also that comes out at those times is maybe we could, quote unquote, join forces, quote, do something more strategic. Um, we've basically invented a lot of words and phrases to talk about acquisition potentially yeah. without actually talking about buying. <laughs> companies. It's like dating. Yeah.
0: Business is so much like dating.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you just test the test the waters in these yep. little subtle verbal and nonverbal cues and yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and usually those things fall well, those things are all exciting oftentimes until the price gets mentioned. And so <laughs> usually that gets deferred <laughs> for a long time and honestly as the entrepreneur, it's almost certain that they're not going to pre- eval- value it or praise it the way you would so mm. making it just get to the point of painful for them in terms of wanting to buy you is what you have to do because as soon as you're for sale y- y- you the powers flipped right
0: yeah I was going to make an analogy but I'm not Um. so sp- Speaking of integrations, I literally just released like half an hour ago, my first hosting company integration. Woohoo! Yeah, man. It feels significant.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. You need to put in some hurrah clapping (laughs) (laughs) style. That's great.
0: If you are the editor, you could do it, but I'm not going to do it myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Congrats. um, So who with? Or
0: can you share? Yeah, I can share because I've been tweeting about a little bit as well it's a company called Pantheon and um, so yeah hopefully we'll get some test users on it next week and then hopefully soon it'll be like actually available to their customers That's fantastic! I'm, I'm stoked about it and we'll start to see if if this is a good strategy or not um, it's kind of it's it's kind of scary to spend so much time on these projects before you really know because you learn about the lean startup and how you have to sell before you build and all that stuff. And that's also what I've been doing with branch all along. But sometimes you just got to, you know, sit down for a few weeks and build something before you can get it out there. And it's just kind of scary because it's like a big investment. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Was it a big investment in that specific company's integration or was it just is now the time to do integrations and create all the architecture that supports many integrations.
0: Uh, it's a combination, but since I didn't have any integrations, I had to build out that infrastructure. <laughs> yeah. Um, But it's definitely going to be a lot easier with the next one, that's for sure, uh, which that's is cool. already in the pipeline.
1: Yeah, I will say one zero to one is the biggest step architecturally. One, yeah. to, t- one to two though is <laughs> the... How many assumptions of many did I make? Like mm. did I really understand how different these would be because I yeah for what it's worth and this is highly biased by my recent experience. I did my first integration with Profitwell and I I said, "Oh, I can integrate bare metrics and you know, it took it took Took two days instead of a couple hours. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't as simple as I was hoping.
0: <laughs> it's never as simple as you're hoping.
1: No, and so the, the second one really kind of wore in the shoe, if you will, and now the third one will yeah. be a lot.
0: <laughs> I uh, I talked to like the next integration while I built this, so I always had them in mind. Smart. Um, but I mean, I'm not gonna like I'm I'm not gonna jinx it too much. Who knows how it's how long it's going to take? But the funny thing is also like sometimes. It feels like you're spending a lot of time on something and you're like freaking out about it Um, but actually i went into github and i looked at when i made the first commit to this integration and that was 18 days ago (laughs) and in between now and 18 days ago i went to a conference for a few days i went over here to scotland and like started looking at flats and was really busy and I did a lot of things and I still managed to build this thing out. And in my mind, it feels like it's been several months, but like, actually, it's just been 18 days.
1: Now you're moving at light speed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I felt the same way, actually, kind of related. <laughs> you know, I, I worked um, in my, my cabin in Denmark. I built this wooden deck this summer. Mm-hmm. And it felt like all summer I just had this like project. I was working on but then I was looking in my phone at the pictures I took like throughout the project and from like the digging the first hole to like a finished deck was 12 days but <laughs> it just felt a lot longer nice
1: and it's a fine looking deck I must say I,
0: it's I... a very fine looking deck if I must <laughs> say myself
1: <laughs> glad you're enjoying it now, yeah it's uh it is funny how it's uh, your perspective um is a little warped when you're in the middle of it
0: yeah yeah well, cool. the, the other thing I, I guess I had to report back on was um, the developer I was trialing.
1: Yeah, how's the first week? week of that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I made some mistakes. I'm just going to admit that. and um, But I think it's going to work out. So the thing is, he's a student. Uh, he's about to start start a, a college program. But essentially, he ended up being two years younger than I thought. Um so the trial i had planned out for him was not a good fit for him and uh, in the beginning i was like i was kind of trying to understand like i could tell that something wasn't working i was very impressed with like how good of a developer he was but there was something that i could tell was wrong um and i think i just accidentally treated him older than he was Mm. um and so the day after the trial I kind of started asking him some questions and realized that like basically the project I have given him was a little bit too intense um and that's not like how he wanted to work while he's a student and you know having fun and have other projects and stuff like that mm-hmm. so it caused a little <laughs> reflection of course um and then instead I kind of offered him that you know what we could do because i really want to work with him and i just in general realize that it's just fun to have other people like in the code and doing pull requests here and there and you know giving feedback and stuff absolutely so basically the arrangement we are gonna go with is i'm gonna maintain uh basically like a task list with non-time sensitive tasks Mm -hmm. um, but more like cool projects i would like to work on but not, i don't necessarily have the time for them and then he can treat that that as like a menu <laughs> of uh, stuff that he can work on if he feels like it and basically he can just work however many hours he wants to and then he will just get like an hourly rate based on that um and i think that's like a good way for him and i to basically start working together and just kind of see how it goes then who knows later on, like, maybe that'll involve into something like more like permanent engagement. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, for now I'm actually pretty happy with it.
1: Okay. Do you, when you said um, too intense for what he was wanting or thinking, is that, sounds like that's related to just a sense of deadlines on top of the rest of his life.
0: um. Yeah, I think so. And like, basically the way I thought about it was because I understood that he had two days where he wouldn't have to go to school and that he he wanted to work those days so in my mind he was just going to work you know two eight hour days every week for me instead of going to school got it yeah um and that is not what he was looking for which is totally fine and totally understandable
1: got it hmm yeah you um can, you live and learn i'm not any yeah uh-
0: it cost me to do a lot of reflection yesterday and i think one of the things i kind of realized is i'm not gonna think too much about hiring until basically to use the flywheel (laughs) analogy that everyone uses the flywheel is spinning Mm. um because honestly i don't really need it like it's a nice to have right um i mean i might not think about it directly but i might still think about it because i do that um so, like, I might still go to meetups and stuff like that and meet people and connect with people and stuff like that. But I'm not going to hire anyone really seriously mm-hmm. until the flywheel is spinning.
1: I'm in the exact yeah. same frame of mind. I I, <laughs> I made it a a principle. I've got, got two, um, and one of them is keep headcount minimal.
0: Yeah.
1: As a principle, and <laughs> yeah. it's basically until I get to the point where I am sure that the opportunity cost of not having this person means that I need to have them to the capacity that I'm inviting them. Like, if you don't need someone full-time, why are you hiring someone full-time? And yeah, I think, I think it's so easy to underestimate the overhead or the management cost and overhead mm. of having a team at this stage. Yeah, That, yeah, staying fast until you get that flywheel spinning whatever it takes, you know, and I think that's really smart. That's certainly the approach I'm taking.
0: I just kind of realized that I, I should be able to do this on my own until the flywheel is spinning. Cause I, I mean, I have a few things going for me right now. Like I'm a pretty solid developer. I've been doing this for more than 10 years. Um, I, I'm in tiny seat, which is a really good network for me. And like, if I need someone to kind of like uh, bounce an idea around or, you know, get some feedback or just talk something over. Like the other day we jumped on a Tubal call, second Art Product mentioned this uh, (laughs) podcast, to just like work on something. You know, I got that network in the tiny seed community, which is great. And then finally I have money to do this for a long time. I mean, I have money coming in every month for WP Pusher and I also got those tiny seed monies. Mm Mm-hmm so no need to stress too much about it
1: yeah i i I know that companies as operating systems and computers is a it's a metaphor that people use a lot and usually it's like later stage but i think at the early stage like just really thinking about processes is something Mm -hmm. that i'm doing a lot more this time around than the first time first time around it wasn't about pro i didn't even really understand what processes were and I think what I what I've learned is processes can be as roughly defined as uh, they they are as roughly defined as they are. So, right now for Branch, you have a process for acquiring new customers. It might be really ambiguous and really you know <laughs> it's not something you're managing and evaluating the performance of it and 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 whatnot. But it's there. And I think what I maybe. Say encourage, but it'd be fun to go through this, like documenting all of those. Yeah, saying like, I am currently responsible, accountable for um, executing and managing all of this. Which ones do I need to really focus on, and which ones Mm. I kind of put, you know, into a background, if you will, and just just let them run. And back to Tiny Seed, like I think Rob and Einar, it's like two months ago, maybe right around the time I was actually on. Um, starters for the rest of us, Rob challenged me on the show to like really not worry about marketing right Hmm. now. And that was big because I think at the time I was probably letting that consume 10 to 50% of my time, just from the standpoint of like, making sure the website is totally up to date and, you know, signing up for new marketing tools and services and emails and getting all that stuff. He's like, no, if you have a magnet that's attracting new email contacts, like that's good enough for now just focus yeah. on the product. just focus on the product and it, I think I think that's really helped so
0: yeah yeah it's a lot to think about <laughs>
1: it is it is um, but I I will say the amount we're able to do these days with fewer committed full-time people is really extraordinary <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's insane actually
1: it, it, it is like when I started storm pulse I I had to have a co-founder because even though I understood servers and I could set them up in a, you know you uh, know, like a VPS or even dedicated back then, like I, I AWS was just getting invented hmm. <laughs> and we got on early, but even just setting up AWS and like creating a performant like cloud architecture meant that I couldn't possibly do it all. Now it's like, actually, if you are willing to spend a little bit of money, like you can use Roku or you, like you can, you have options like on on that side. And then I was just telling my wife yesterday, like I'm using Gusto for payroll. I'm using Bench for bookkeeping. <laughs> and it's like payroll and bookkeeping. One of the first hires at StormPulse was a office manager who was not cheap full-time to basically do payroll and bookkeeping and, and just make sure operationally we were compliant with things. Like I can now outsource that for like two hundred dollars a month.
0: Like, imagine if you met Rob when you were launching Storm Pulse and he had given you hundred and twenty k. What would you even have used him for?
1: <laughs> I would. You know, all I would have used him for is to say, "Hey, I just got my first check. Can I? How much are you in for?" I would ac- I- have yeah. I Keep fundraising, right? Yeah. Right? That's, that wasn't enough to do. That wasn't enough to launch a scalable web app that had a chance of being a real company, um, 10 years ago, uh, no. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, this, I mean, I wouldn't been able to do my own books and stuff for a UK based company. I used to do that for my Danish company. It was a waste of time though, but I'm, I'm a geek, so I like doing that. But like with, the uh, you know, just, you know, less than 1% of the tiny seed money, I could pay Stripe $500 to, Create a company for me, and three hundred dollars for an attorney to like write the documents, and hundred and twenty dollars or something to bench every month for doing my books. I mean, it's so little. It's
1: incredible. I did Stripe. I did Stripe Atlas as well, um, as you know, but uh, awesome program. It worked. <laughs> Five hundred dollars, sign the docs. I I think we spent ten thousand dollars on that process the last time.
0: <laughs>
1: twenty times more expensive because. I didn't know what I was doing. There was no there was nothing self service to help you. I remember hiring the wrong attorneys once and
0: find yeah. out they
1: charge six hundred dollars an hour and you know, like completely blow your butt. So like you had to fundraise in order to do that. Right. So we weren't even incorporated until two or three years after I started working on the idea because yeah. we needed ten thousand dollars to deal with all that stuff. And it's it's amazing. So um,
0: crazy times.
1: Yeah. So staying lean is not I guess all that to say, staying lean doesn't mean you don't have leverage. I think it means that you want to maximize the leverage you have today, yeah, and maximize your time today before you add more people,
0: right? Yeah, I so, like it.
1: Yeah, cool.
0: What have you been up to?
1: Yeah, um, I you said you had
0: a really interesting day.
1: I have an interesting day lined up. I want to hear yeah. about it. So I'm going to mention a couple meetings, and then I want to. I also want to give a shout out to. Uh, tiny seed mentor uh, Russell Panella uh, or Panea uh, I was earlier this week as of two days ago sitting there in slack and I get this ping out of the blue from Russell saying um, hey I don't know if you know this but simsascom is about to become publicly available and it looks like you don't own it and I'm really good at grabbing domains off the you know immediately open market like it makes it reminds me of like ebay sniping back in the day like auction sniping. <laughs> and i said uh i was stunned first of all and then i was like well how much is it gonna be and and all that. So He's like uh, just 59 dollars at cost like i'll just do it for you it, i've already got it in the queue i'm already tracking it I'm like you've like you are you're an you're a true angel <laughs> and, wow. and my, my my mind was blown like and this is something that i i've I, don't, I haven't checked on that in probably 12 months uh, because I got the .co, couldn't get the .com, shrugged it off and figured it was going to be like one of these half million dollar purchases one day.
0: Yeah, um, I was just going to ask, what will you pay for it?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, what would I have ended up paying for it? So he, he said, I'll let you know. Um, I said, wow, okay, great. I mean, I couldn't stop saying thank you just for the... I thought it was amazing that he was so proactive about it, right? This was like yeah. just out of the blue gift from the sky. And so... Amazing, amazing value add from the Tiny Seed mentorship group. And so I said, All right, cool, fingers crossed. And I got this slack from him yesterday, and the message was four letters, null. N-U-L-L lowercase. <laughs> I was like, I, I literally wrote back, oh well. <laughs> and he writes, he goes, No, 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 no. Sorry, that was some weird glitch. I was I was trying to upload a, a photo. And it was <laughs> And it was a screenshot that said, "Congratulations, you now have simsass.com. And That's
0: amazing, man.
1: Yeah, and he goes, "Now I'm on this. I'm on this host uh, or this this domain registrar. Uh, I can't give it to you for 60 days, but if you're willing to open up an account with them, a free account, like I can give it to you today. Like you're kidding me." So I opened up a free account on this domain registrar. Literally, he s- sends this email to me. It says, "You you're being pushed this domain. Click here to accept." I clicked accept and like, I am now the owner of SimsAS.com for $59. <laughs> so I just, I, I'm still blown away at that. Like I, I think it was one of those wow. things where I convinced myself that it wasn't important. And then like, after he gave it to me, we started talking about, you know, think about the number of people who are going to type in com, think about the number of people who are going to type in you know, who do a search and see it. And if it's not.com, they, if it is, they might think you're bigger and, and better and more professional than they might otherwise. Like all these reasons, I was like, oh man, I'm so glad I have this.
0: <laughs> Dude, I typed.com when I was going to send you an email the other day. And then just like before I hit send, I was like, wait, is this right?
1: Yeah, that was the other one he mentioned, the email. So the odds that somebody sends you an email to is that's even, that's super high. I mean, somebody meets me at a conference and learns that I'm SimSass. Saying an email to Matt at simsass.com instead of .co,
0: That's so that's easy.
1: Gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. So once he said all that, I was like, you're so right. And I'm so thankful. Yeah. <laughs> so that that was a huge win that I had nothing to do with. And that was just um, really special. Very, yeah. very cool. Very cool gift. Um, so that was one thing that happened this week. Congrats. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So Simsas.com, it's not up yet, but um, once I get around to it, um, I'll, I'll make that live and put it out there uh, and start doing redirects. Uh, I The other things that are going on is I we spent some time together on Tuple, which was really cool, um, where I had two screen sharing on... I'm now working on investor accounts and founder accounts on SimSAS, because now that founders can create forecasts, investors are naturally very interested in, and in fact, ask for that data very often. So connecting the two makes sense. Um, I worked on kind of permissioning and sharing features with your input, which was really helpful. And I will say that I spent a lot of time in the last seven days uh, refactoring, which wasn't just kind of, I don't know, what what is it? Astronaut architect stuff of like, let me abstract things to the moon just because I have the free time. It was like, no, this was basically deleting a lot of long convoluted spaghetti code and replacing it with like clean testable (laughs) modular code yeah uh it felt really good and i I think i i hit a i hit a real high um yesterday where i finished the day having worked on this kind of stuff and i was just proud of like the first version of the code that i'd written like i knew that it wasn't throwaway (laughs) Um, i was like this is good code this is going to be able to last and I'm probably going to be able to extend it at least for you know months if not a year or two instead of instead of where I was six months ago so that was just and I think that's my new kind of practice it's like I think I'm finally back to close to where I was in 2000 let's say eight (laughs) frankly I don't know if that's good or bad man that was really good I mean and, and you know I have a computer science background in college and you know I was a professional developer out of college and like I was, I was a pretty good developer um, in terms of just discipline and, and and just writing good performant code. And I lost that for sure. And I think this week, I kind of had this moment where I was like, I think I am finally back <laughs> to, to my old self, which um, is thanks good. to just focus. Yeah, it's thanks to just focusing on it for a while. So that was that's a big milestone. I am really happy about that. And then as far as today goes, kind of the manager. Matt, I have a meeting with. I got a Twitter DM. My DMs are open. Um, I got a Twitter DM from a growth uh, exec at um, at a very large public SaaS company in the Valley, um, and I don't know what he wants to talk about. <laughs> I just know that he said he's interested in what I'm doing and he thinks it looks really valuable. So he asked for a demo um, and to chat, and uh, but it was like a month from now. So it was like a month ago. So that's today. And I, wow. yeah, it was interesting because I, I think at the time I was like, yeah, this is great. Now coming into it, I'm like, I don't, I wish I had asked, you know, and it's fine. But next time around when somebody expresses that kind of interest, I think I'm going to say like, that's really flattering. Like, can you be a little bit more specific about, <laughs> you know, like what you would hope to get out of a conversation? Um, Yeah,
0: that's important. Yeah,
1: because I'm fine speculating on something, but speculating on ambiguity is even harder. That's like, (laughs) I'm not even really sure what the agenda should be, let alone like what what we hope to get out of it. But so I'm going to go into this kind of with a, and this is Rob's advice, kind of start the first five or 10 minutes saying, what, yeah, what do you hope to get out of this conversation? And it was just, I don't know joyriding just hanging out it was like okay um but if not hopefully i get some clarity so i'm, I'm excited but also like eh, i probably should have pushed back just a little bit and that's that's also something i would not have done the first time around starting a company is you know the first time around you take every single every iota of inbound interest <laughs> and, and you know you take it right because you you don't really have any you don't value your time the same way um, and you don't really know how to how to focus the same way um, or if you do you had to learn it the hard way so anyway that's one and then the other one is I have a meeting with an investor who is signing up for the product and I have been actively modeling their terms so they're an they're a revenue-based financing firm and I'm adding their terms like their specific investment structures to the product so that they can add their portfolio companies and model, Model their existing, you know, commitments to those companies, right? But then also nice. when, when new, cool. yeah, when new companies apply, they can use the tool to experiment with uh, different term structures and see what the payouts might look like for both sides. Um, and hopefully, the goal is for SimSaaS to be a to really expedite diligence for both of them and be this kind of conversational centerpiece, at least that helps the founders see what the what the know what the future might look like with this loan um or this investment and then also help the investor and uh, i'm really really excited about that because i think that this is this is a big wave um i i think that you know these alternative vc investors are just beginning to sprout up and i think there's going to be 10 times more in a few years so that's that's focus and hopefully he becomes a paying customer in a couple weeks
0: yeah man and all his uh, portfolio companies.
1: That's right, yeah. So quick aside. And all their friends. Exactly, quick aside, I have settled on freemium. I have also done V2 of pricing. I think I figured out free for founders and I think I figured out free for investors. So that's cool. One thing that I'm curious about though, um, is (laughs) how do I implement that logic into the product like how do you do a feature-based product tiering without writing a lot of if statements that you don't want to <laughs> that you don't want to maintain you know especially when somebody comes around it's like well what if what if we change this about our tiers you know um i'm
0: not really I sure think, yet i think you need some feature flags in there which yeah. are essentially if and else statements
1: uh, yeah exactly I'm, so i'm kind of wondering is there something better uh, than, than if else feature flags
0: there are services that do feature flags for you. So you add their code Hmm. and then you add like basically their feature flag around all your features. And then based on the user, I guess they but some of the solutions are kind of expensive, but I mean, you could do your own, but you will need (laughs) to abstract basically who can have which feature.
1: Yeah, that's really good. I should check out how they do it and see, Uh, I probably don't need to license something, but I'd love to, get my head around that so
0: yeah probably by looking at one of those services you can kind of get get an idea
1: yeah that's something i dealt with the last time around too and i did implement the feature flags per tier and per account and had you know basically a, a a table that was a bunch of you know booleans on whether or not they had a certain feature and limits and all that but um just wanted to make sure that's the right way to do it before i dive in but that's how i'm gonna spend september is Uh, API and implementing the pricing model. Nice. Yeah.
0: Start making some money.
1: Start making some more money. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, And then uh, last thing I want to mention, uh, I'm heading to Croatia. Yay. Yay.
0: Party time.
1: Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea how beautiful Croatia is. No. No. I mean I
0: You didn't watch Game of Thrones?
1: I didn't well, know it was filmed there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's weird. I mean, I, I didn't know that was a that was there either. Um so you know, my wife and I looked at I, I consider Croatia as a meeting for Tiny Seed and my crowd, I was like, no, I'm not just gonna go to Europe, take a whole day and a week and all that, and then I thought about it, thought about it, and Einar's like, do it, do it. <laughs> 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 I was like, okay, I'll look, I'll look. And then I looked and I thought, and I looked, and then my wife was like, we could go together. That would be cool, what if we did that? I was like, what if we did that? So that's, that's uh, it's huge. So her and I are gonna fly out there and spend a week in Croatia together. And um, which I've, I've heard a lot of founders and other attendees do is if you're gonna be in Europe, bring one or more members of the family. So we won't be the only ones.
0: Are you going to attend both the Tiny Seed uh, retreat and MicroConf Europe?
1: That's the plan, but I'll probably weave in and out. I mean, I think for the conference, I think that means hallway track and like yeah. few talk, a couple talks, um, you know, and, and probably spend more time just kind of galvanting around Dubrovnik. <laughs> um, but definitely the retreat and uh, kind of figuring out the agenda for that. And, you know, it'll be all, it'll all be fun. But um, you are the experienced retreat attendee, so
0: yeah. Maybe <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I hope there is going to be less bugs than in uh, Minnesota. But
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, Tracy mentioned boats, so I don't know if a pontoon in the Mediterranean makes sense, but hopefully something with sails, perhaps, or something.
0: Well, uh, we had a good boat trip in Minneapolis.
1: Yeah, that's cool.
0: A bunch of beers and hard sparkling water. which is apparently a thing the best kind of sparkling water well exactly it's good for productivity yep and we can do a podcast in person
1: oh my gosh we can that'll be great yeah there'll be there'll be a lot more to announce by then too
0: yeah want to wrap it let's do it cool talk to you next week man thanks peter take care bye